Hi, uh, my name is Raf. I am playing Grinner, a barbarian human uh, running from his past as an ex-soldier, now turned mercenary. Hey everyone, I'm, I'm Jared. I, um, I'm playing the character of Luther. Uh, he's a Dampier. Uh, he is a fighter that specializes in firearms, bit of an investigator, and I am the great, great, great uncle of uh, Grinner. Hi, I'm Jacob. I'm playing Tithla, the Goblin Ranger. Uh, she is a wonderful hunter and medical genius. Hi, I'm Haz. I'm playing uh, Theodore Ursa, the satyr druid, who's a kind of a, a charismatic druid who's unwillingly taken Tifla un under his under his wing as she's followed him through the, the forest for the past few months. G'day, I'm Tom. I'm playing Jonal, the Asimir wizard. Um, he is on the pursuit of good and evil, to have, uh, finding out the best and worst in this world, and he's doing that with a little bit of naivety and optimism. And I'm Owen, the dungeon master of our Curse of Strahd campaign. Hello! Hello! Hello, hello, hello everybody! Welcome to the Lost Archives for Curse of Strahd! We're so excited, and Jared's gone. <laughs> Instantaneously. <laughs> he's back! Um, Sorry, I just so have to close. change my, my angle. No, that's absolutely fine. Welcome back, everybody. It's lovely to see all your faces here for Curse of Strahd, the premier horror D&D campaign. Thank you so much for joining us. We are super keen to be getting back into things. Um, over the weekend, some big news. Um, Tears of the Kingdom went live on Friday. I've played a few hours. It's really fucking good. Um, <laughs> if you wanted to watch that playthrough, there'll be new episodes dropping on YouTube every single day. Um, until I finish the game or until YouTube won't let me upload any more videos. Um, it's hard to know which one of those will come first, given that Breath of the Wild, I think I have over like 400 hours in Breath of the Wild. It's very possible um, that that's going to be a lot of episodes of Tears of the Kingdom. Roughly the episodes go for about 35 to 40 minutes. So by my quick math, that means you're going to have to watch 800 episodes of <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom on YouTube. Really Enjoy. that content. <laughs> I want that content, exactly. It's a lot of content. Um, I've tried my best to stay on some level of the story. I have failed miserably. My attention is constantly being grabbed by everything around me. Um, the malice holes that lead into essentially the Underdark. Um, you has given me a quizzical look. You understand. Hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting phrase. It, it, what's what they're called? It's, Tom will back me up here. That's the actual name yeah. of them. Checks out. Checks out. Um, the whole sky system, the new abilities, it's amazing. It's in my books, an 11 out of 10, I'm thoroughly enjoying Tears of the Kingdom. Um, you will be seeing a lot more of those episodes dropping. Um, the other exciting news for this week, Jared is back with his camera on again. Two weeks in a row. Boom, boom, boom. Again. Yay. We, Yay. Also, we also have our guest character, uh, Andrew, returning. He's not here now. He said he'd be running a little bit late, so he'll be jumping in, I'm hoping, <laughs> at some point, so I'm not turned into a liar for this session. Um, I've got his uh, picture and overlay down there, so hopefully he jumps in and joins us. Otherwise, if it's not looking like uh, he's here, I'll just switch it back to the old overlay halfway through the stream. Super professional. Um, <laughs> the other exciting news for this week is Jasper's Game Week, the charity live stream event, uh, has already begun. It started today at 12 o'clock. Um, there will be three sessions running each day uh, supporting the uh, Black Dog Institute Foundation. If you want to head over and uh, make a donation, you can create all sorts of fun effects like forcing a uh, roll on the wild magic table. Uh, you can also gift magic items to players. You can also take items from players. 
Um, don't head there now because you're going to come and watch us play. But later on, <laughs> you can head <laughs> over and check out the Jasper's Game Week sessions. Uh, and I will be playing on the Thursday session from 3.30 till 6.30 Australian Eastern Standard Time. I would absolutely love to see all your faces there. It looks like it's a lot of fun. Um, seriously can't wait. The subclass voting has closed as of today by two votes. I will be playing a Clockwork Soul Sorcerer. It just beat out Lunar Sorcerer. Um, I'll, I'll leave the poll open until midnight tonight and then I will uh, officially close it. But at this point, it's looking like it is Clockwork Sorcerer. Um, you've got a couple of hours to quickly head on over and uh, and adjust that to, uh, to Lunar if you really want to watch me play a Lunar Sorcerer. But it's looking like it might be Clockwork. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll make that character sheet over the next couple of days. I've got the artwork all finished and I'll post up some information on that character up on Twitter and Discord and the Facebook group so that you can check it out if you want to. What was the race that was chosen for you, Owen? Uh, I didn't end up doing a racial vote because there are so many races in um, in D&D, especially now with Tasha's customized lineages and things like that, and I can only have four options per YouTube poll. Um, so I, uh, <laughs> I decided to make that decision myself based on the class that was chosen. In this case, because Sorcerer was chosen, I am now playing an Eladrin, which is the Fate Elf. Oh, Ripper. That's awesome. Ripper. Nice. Classic. Classic combo, Eladrin Sorcerer. Um, mm-hmm. And I will, I will be playing the classic combination of uh, Spring, which uh, lets you teleport other people. Uh, instead of teleporting yourself with your misty steps, that'll be really fun with your with your face step ability. So yeah, I'm hoping to um, hoping to teleport some people to the front line so that I don't have to get hit. Or if it looks like I'm in trouble, I'll just yeet someone <laughs> to come back and run away. Or just off the cliff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's gonna be. No, perfect. buddy, you go to the front line. Yes. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I'm gonna be like any British general during any of the wars Britain participated in, and just send people to the front line <laughs> with no warning and really no plan either. I'm just gonna just just yeet them there. Um, it worked well for the British Empire for a, for quite a while. Um, they did lose out to a whole bunch of emus here in Australia, despite the fact that they had machine guns. Um, genuine conflict. Look it up. The the time the British government lost to a, a school of emus. Is it a school? It was surely, a, it's, no, surely it's a murder flock. Yeah, it's a murder flock of emus, right? I mean, the ca- casualties were definitely in the favour of of the human belligerents, but oh yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if we're counting, if we're counting it's the a casualties, war of attrition mob. <laughs> yeah, it's a mob. a mob of emus. Mob of emus. That actually works. <laughs> it makes perfect yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Mm. Them and kangaroos, apparently. I didn't know that you could have the same name for a group of things for two different types of animals. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess there's all being schools. I guess there's only so many collective nouns available. Yeah, but like, they're, they're, they're kind of kind of pretty bullshit of it. Like when you get real real niche on them. Like oh, a yeah, parliament. Right? Yeah, like a parliament yeah. of owls. <laughs> She's a flock, mate. And how often do owls <laughs> actually group? It's a pretty solid group. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a fair point. Um alrighty, let us do a quick recap before we jump into the session and then we will begin. So let me quickly pull open my little recap. The newest team of the Tempest Adventuring Guild have found themselves lost in the dangerous realm of Barovia. Trapped by strange magics, the group have now travelled westward, away from the sinister castle which reportedly houses the immortal ruler of Barovia. Successfully arriving in the town of Alaki, the group have now been drawn into an investigation to locate the missing bones of a saint, said to confer protection to the town. Along the way, the group have also teamed up with a gnome sorcerer, Raspip, who is also searching for a lost item. Their paths seem to lead in the same direction, the Wachter family, who have much to gain from the acquisition of both bones 
and Enchanted Ring. Previously, the group traveled to the local trading yard, meeting with Gunther Arasek, the local trader, and learning that Raspip's ring was indeed recently sold to Lady Fiona Wachter. A series of unfortunate events led to Grinner being detained in the stocks, while the rest of the group helped Rictavio, a half-elf bard, escape the town with his direwolf, and then investigate the Wachter Manor. Just as Grinner reunited with the party, a man dressed in dark clothes approached the team and invited them to afternoon tea with the Lady Wachter. With some time to kill before this uh, soiree, Grinner, Tithla, and Jonor headed to the nearby woods to meet with Rictavio, while Luther and Raspip investigated the sons of Lady Wachter. Suspicion about their involvement with the uh, unleashing of a direwolf in the town and framing Rictavio for some crimes. While the first group battled for their lives against a terrifying animated carnivorous tree, the second chatted with a nice and definitely not creepy toy maker. We jump back in as the party reunite outside the gates of the Wachter Manor, the second bell just ringing from the church clock tower over towards the west as the guards at the front gate spy you all arriving, give you a nod, and open the gates to allow you access to the grounds. And that is where we left off last session. I pass over to all of you. What would you guys right. like to do? So we've been legitimately invited. You have been a, legitimately by invited. By a creepy guy. Did we find out who he was? Uh, you know that the so that the the man who invited you all to meet with the uh, the lady Fiona Wachter, um, you know his name was. Give me two was he seconds. the creepy dude I saw when I was in spider form? Yes, that's correct. Okay, sure. um, and you would know that his name is. Uh, what was that? Sorry, Ernst. Ernst. Thank you. I literally just found it. You said that. Yeah, Ernst. Okay. All right, so we're gonna figure out our tact. I think Grinner's probably like just in full defense mode. He knows he's kind of going into the the belly of the beast, as it were. So I'm wanting to keep an eye out for how many guards, guard rotations, entrance, exit, all of that for anything that I can see, any quick egress from the property, from like windows, etc. Like really Absolutely. mapping everything. Yeah, Grinner, do you want to make me a perception check, please? You bet I do. While Grinner's doing that... 17, okay. Grinner. At first, it looks like the manor house only really has the two guards, the ones manning the gate. As you begin to walk towards the front gates and pass through and then head up the long winding driveway through the estate up towards the manor house that's slightly up on a raised hill, almost overlooking the town, the house itself kind of leaning forwards, casting this shadow across the town itself. You can see that up on top of the roof, there is actually a small nest that has been constructed, a small balcony built into the roof itself where two guards holding large crossbows sit, watchful eyes scanning the grounds around for any sign of intruders. Apart from the two at the top, you would know from your background in the military that a small squad of soldiers like this with the four couldn't be on guard all the time. There would have to be at least another four minimum to take over shifts from them. More likely, another six so that there can be a three-man rotation 
to allow for the, the guards to sleep and to, to recuperate between shifts. So whether or not they are staying on the premises, at this point you're not sure. You can see there is clearly next to this large manor house a smaller guest house built off towards the side, a small single-story building that seems to stretch back a little bit towards the rear hedge lining the, the back of the property. Almost hidden half in the shadow of the larger manor house, this larger three-story building that yeah looms almost ominously over the pathway up. The grounds themselves don't look to be very well cared for. At first glance, it looks like it's a, a fairly standard ground. Uh, grass, some hedges lining the pathway, but a closer look reveals that the hedges are mostly dead. Just these skeletonized wooden remains of what were once topiaries and bushes. The grass itself is dead or dying, this brown, almost crumbling form left over. And the hedge itself seems to be the only part of the garden that has survived, but not this bright leafy green, almost a more dark purplish red underside covering to the leaves that casts this sort of darker colouring through the foliage. Does it appear to be neglect or disease? The hedge itself looks healthy, very healthy compared to the rest of the grounds. I wouldn't say diseased, but yeah, with a 17 perception grinner, something a bit off about that hedge. Given that the rest of the grounds look to be in such a state of decay, the hedge seems to be in fairly good health. Does the hedge happen to remind me of a certain tree I got into <laughs> trouble with recently? Oh, the blood oak? Uh, no, yeah. I would not say that it shares any of the similarities with the blood oak. No massive moor made of teeth surrounded by whipping vines covered in barbs. It's a good giveaway, that one. Yeah, yeah normally, normally an animated tree with a mouth of wood trying to consume all living matter around it stands out a bit. Uh, just a bit. Weird, weird. Weird. I don't know. You've got me there. That's, um, I, do, I do need to explain that. <laughs> While Grin is having a bit of a look around, would any of you guys be looking for anything in particular? Taking notes? Uh, yeah. I think uh, um, there's mention of the house. Oh, sorry, go on. Did somebody get a, a drink? I think we went to bring a drink. Oh, yeah, I'm bringing a gift for them. Um, just like a drink. Like, I don't know, maybe a wine or an ale or something. Maybe what some cordial. What are you talking about? Well, when we were talking... Yeah, hours we needed to bring a nice, a nice alcohol. That was uh, possibly a thing. And they said, come at two bells. Then I was like, well, what's two bells? Because I feel like that would have happened earlier. And now we're at like 15 bells because it, it was a whole thing. I'll I'll do Raspit while Andrew is still uh, joining us. Raspit looks up and goes, well... I did buy a small guillotine to chop off the fingers of the suns. Should they have my ring? Uh, that is true. Um, I don't... I feel like that's more of a taking than a giving. And it is frankly psychotic. But I could give them their fingers back. I was planning on keeping them. I think there's... We're meant to give them something at the start. Not like the possibility of a gift at the end. Well, why don't they give me my ring back? And I will give them the gift of their retaining fingers. Because well, we, we haven't to, asked we for it yet. First. They asked for a drink. I'm sorry, what was that? 
where we have to get into the house first, and that's through, you know, common courtesy and that sort of thing. Yeah, we, we, we give them the opportunity not to hurt them, right? That's what we give them. Well, but if we said we were going to arrive with some kind of gift and we have not rocked up, this is going to be rude. And we would hate to be rude. I mean, you probably not so much, but um, some of us I, maybe. Okay, I have grown a lot over the last two to three hours, okay? <laughs> oh, fuck it. Look, all right, I, I pull into my bag. I'm pretty sure I have a bottle of whiskey that I'd taken from the bar last, didn't uh, I? You have, right? you have uh, some of a bottle of whiskey <laughs> left half. over. It's, it ha- you have been consuming it. Um, look, you guys are only a two, three minute walk from the stockyard. If one of you wanted to, or two of you, all of you wanted to head back and get something, it would not be that far out of your way. I have that carafe of wine that I took from the uh, from, oh, from the manor. Yeah. Oh, ah, you do. Yes, you do. Why? Have you looked at that since you left the the manor house, the Durst Manor? Um, I was looking at it when the the change happened, so I know yeah. what's happened to it, but it's yeah. still there. I still you kept know, it. You know that it was wine. <laughs> it has now, with the illusionary magic disrupted and the, and the carafe taken away from the source of that magic, you know now that it is not wine. It is, in fact, uh, rotting sludge that has decomposed. Yeah, it. Maybe it was once wine. Could have been. But there's not much of that left now. It's just... Press the It's just taint. <laughs> yeah, sure. Press the digitation or clean that right up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We could you... we could try and give them the taint, as somebody just described and offered. Um, sounds peculiar to me. <laughs> I could just I could just run and get us a. I could just buy us a bottle. Uh, perhaps this is the yeah the the, the best way because if they're expecting this, we do not want to get off to a bad start if we're going to try and bargain. And then I presume steal Raspid's ring. Or c- cut their fingers off. Is it stealing if we cut their fingers off and then yeah. take it? I suppose I think so. there's probably assault. Yeah, and um, probably right. all, all sorts of types of laws broken in this land here. We're not trying to get into that. Yeah. Okay. I'm beginning to think this Raspid character is actually completely insane. I don't um, know. I seem. I feel like he makes a lot of good points. I'm just driven to get my ring back. Yeah, look, yeah. all right, that's that's enough of this. If if Tiff is going to go get a bottle of something, look, she can't go alone. She's going to fuck it up. I'll go with her. <laughs> we'll we'll go get the wine. We'll come back. I mean, as olive branches go to repair a relationship. Um... Okay, I suppose. Right, Solid four out of ten. C plus. Uh, no, Titha looks at that and she's just crying tears of joy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Then right, I guess we, it's a B minus. We will wait here for for you, or we'll we will go make introductions and then yeah. um, you'll you'll join us. We'll say um, our valets have gone to pick up the wine. Well, only be not long. Alrighty. While Grinner. While Grinner and Tithler rush off back through the gates, the guards opening the gates once again, kind of looking a bit confused as you go, sorry, mate, <laughs> push your way back out through the gates and head back into the town. We'll jump over with the other group first and we'll come back to Grinner. Actually, no, let's do Grinner and Tithler first and then we'll come back to the others because however long Grinner and Tithler take is actually more important for me to know first. So let's do Grinner <laughs> and Tithler first. 
Grinna and Tithla, as you rush out through the main gates and begin heading back onto the main street, where would you like to go? Did you want to head to the stockyard? Did you want to head to the um, the Blue Water Inn? Did you want to head to um, anywhere else? Where where would you like to go to fetch the? Well, I think um, I think we're both planning on taking the whole session to do this. So. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, probably, probably whatever's closest, so we can really focus <laughs> on the interaction. <laughs> probably the the stockyard. I think I would have just started walking that way. I wouldn't have um, checked with Tithla. Oh, okay. You, yeah, we can go that way. I don't know where we're going. Yeah, we're off to the stockyard. No, let's go. Okay. Um, what is our place there? Well, uh, I'm pretty sure I've got boozed crates there. That's. Oh, we're just after. gonna steal some. Okay, well, that sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Actually, that I didn't really think about the money side of it. I didn't bring much, so that will do. And look, I, I wanted to have a chat with you. Bruno, I'm sorry. Okay, I love you. You're my best uh, friend. Yeah, wait. You're my second best friend. <laughs> You're not there, Theodore. <laughs> <laughs> I can sense uh, it. <laughs> You're one of my best friends. You can't sense it. I want that on record. <laughs> If we're like walking along, how busy is the street? Um, two o'clock in the afternoon, uh, not too busy. Um, you know from before, um, from from before when you could see the mayor of the town, the burgomaster, heading through the streets, calling for everyone to be cheerful, for their faces to be um, filled with smiles. You could actually see a number of the townsfolk coming out and joining in the procession, but an equally great number kind of hiding away and leaving the streets in advance of the mayor walking along. Um, the streets have not yet refilled. There's actually kind of a bit of a weird silence as you walk along the streets. You can hear the sound of people talking and, and voices coming from further towards the southwest of where you are, but this stretch of main road that leads down towards the stockyard is actually almost a little bit eerily quiet. Um, you know, you would know from your time near the stockyard that the Burgomaster's uh, manor house isn't too far away from the stockyard. This is probably the route, excuse me, that he walked first. You saw him emerge from this main road out onto the crossroads where you first saw him. Probably he came from this direction. Um, yeah, it looks like the streets have not yet refilled since seeing that um, psychopath walk along calling out for people to smile more to banish the darkness yeah. alright I'm probably going to like stop abruptly while we're walking and just kind of crouch down in front of Tithla and just look at her y yes look in a group like ours right it's important that we have each other's backs right uh huh I don't feel like you have my back. I feel like you fucked that up a little bit. And I don't... Look, maybe the trust will come back, but I don't trust you, love. I'll look out for you. We're a group. And I'm here to protect mm -hmm. you and everybody else in whatever capacity that is. If it means that I have to run around and get myself caught to save you lot, then whatever. But I expect, you know, a little bit of recipe, recip a little bit of That's give and take, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I did get that 
and you know I'm not, I'm not good at emotions and shit love but that that cut me inside right so you're forgiving but I'm not forgetting Grinna I've I've never had any friends my mum and my dad looked after me but I mean look at me I don't people don't like me I'm disgusting well, so, you, um, you probably could wash a little more. But... <laughs> My mum and dad said I had a wonderful natural scent. Yeah, look, they natural were like, <laughs> um, I just, I, I never know. I've never practiced being friends. I always tried to play jokes and be silly and have fun with people. And they just never liked it. And I thought that was because they weren't my friends. But I suppose maybe I'm just not very good at it. And maybe yeah. maybe I don't have any friends because I've always pushed them away. All right, love. You know what we're going to do? I'm going to teach you about something called boundaries and the line, right? If you don't cross the fucking line. Is it like dancing? No. Well... <laughs> No. Okay. Right. Good chat. I pat her on the head and start walking. Okay. Brilliant. Tisla has a couple of tears running down her face, but she also has a little skip while she's walking slightly behind Grinner so that he can't see. And that's some healing. Uh, so as you continue <laughs> walking along down the Now we're going to rob some bitches and skip. Yeah. <laughs> now we're going to stab some piece of shit. Um, as you arrive at the stockyards, you can see Gunther, uh, the gentleman who you'd spoken with the night before. Uh, older gentleman with very short cropped hair. Bit of um, 5am shadow, bit of stubble. Um, essentially going around checking his stock, and you can see that he's kind of muttering a bit angrily under his breath. He's just, oh, fuck's sake, this is ridiculous. As he begins going around checking the crates, and you can see now in the, in the light of day, the area where that giant white direwolf had emerged from the night before all the crates that have been knocked over and their contents spilled on the ground he's sort of trying to put stuff back in but some of the bread looks like it has gotten soggy overnight it's spoiled there's some grain that has been left out for too long and you can hear gunther having a bit of a shit time as you guys walk uh, into the entrance of the stockyard gunther sort of turns looks up and goes oh welcome back how was your night Mine was rather shit. Yeah, it was an experience. Let's put it that way. The fuck was that big white wolf thing? Uh, I, I, I assume you lot drove it off when I came out to have a look. It was gone. And the guards did not say they did it. I, I thank you if it was you. That is uh, that's good of you to do. Thank you. Yeah. Have, have my thanks. Uh, yeah, we just we just got rid of it. Oh, it is uh, pretty impressive. That thing looked uh, rather large. Well, I... Yeah, we're very impressive, so we can't divulge our secrets. Oh, no, I would not expect you to. No, I'm sorry, we can't tell you. Uh, well, that, that is uh, fair enough. Um, is there something I can help you with? Uh, I, unfortunately, if you're looking for fresh grain or bread, I am flat out. At, Where uh, do you keep your storage alcohol? Uh, depends on whether or not I have processed it. If it has just come in from the Wizard of Wines, it will be in this sort of mess here somewhere i will uh, not is have, there uh, any in that mess there right now 
Do you need help moving stuff inside to the warehouse? Oh, we that's can a do good that. cover. Do you We're need any strong. help? I, are you? I, I could. Uh, yeah, sure. If you're if you're if you're going to offer your help uh, moving some crates, I would not say no. Uh, yes, otherwise I was going to have to wait uh, to see if uh, someone else would come by. Two of my uh, yard workers have not come in for work today. Well, I'd imagine that the uh, the crates full of alcohol are pretty heavy. So let's start with those ones. Uh, uh, let me have a look to see if there are crates of uh, from Wizard of the Wine. Uh, yeah, I'll help. Right. Do you want to make a perception or investigation check, Tithla and I'll... And Gunther, as, you, as you're sort of having a bit of a look around, um, there's a bit of a sort of a, a wander around looking and you can see him sort of like trying to look for a symbol. He's sort of randomly describing it in like little random bits of pieces. Uh, looking for some sort of like a group of uh, grains and, and grapes that, uh, with like a hat on them. It is like a really big pointy hat. 21 Tithla. Um, as he oh, mentions... It's this one. Yeah, as he mentions pointy hat, uh, you immediately like look down at your feet and there's, it's not a huge crate. It's only sort of about um, 40 centimeters by sort of like 1.2 meters. Um, but you can hear, as, as you sort of like give it a bit of a nudge, you can hear the sound of tinkling glass within. And as Gunther looks up and has a bit of a look through the cracks, he goes, uh, yes, this is uh, the wine from the Wizards of Wine. Uh, look, I could if you if you're willing to carry this in, uh, this stuff is not the most expensive. I could offer you a bottle in exchange for you helping me carry some stuff. Uh okay, I'll help carry. Well, if that's not the expensive stuff. Where's the expensive stuff? Uh the expensive stuff. Uh, if yeah. it is not on sale inside the general store, which uh, I am not managing right now because I'm out here putting away all yeah. this shit. Uh, yeah, why might... don't we all go and carry some things in and then good that you and me can keep bringing stuff in and, and Grinna can help unpack things. Uh, well, sure. I don't, we don't have fucking time for that, Tifla. We can't be here all day, love. Sorry, Gutta. Can I just can I just have a moment? Uh, sure, I, I will go and carry this first crate back to the general store. I will see you in like a minute. Okay, okay. You don't have to help. It's okay. Like I, I, I'm not saying you have to help. If you want to help, you can help. But I'm... fine. You and me will carry this one in. And Tithla's gonna. Did you want a minute, or are you talking? One. Oh, you're carrying this now. Yep. Tithla's gonna go to pick it up. Uh, Tithla, could I please have a strength check, please? Athletics. Yes. <laughs> yes, With please. With disadvantage because Tithla is hideously burned. Uh, that's a 7 oh. for the first one, 14 for the second. Unfortunately, the 14, 14 looks good, 17 not so much, unfortunately. Um, as you go to pick this up, Tithla, you get your little fingers underneath and you're like, and you feel something within you strain mm -hmm. <laughs> before you, mm -hmm. if you go any further, you're going to do some damage to your body trying to lift this thing. Gunther seeing you goes, oh, I, it, the, the one person cannot carry this as he rushes forward and helps pick up the other side. With Gunther lifting up the other side, you are able to get it off the ground, but Titha, this thing's heavy, and your height difference between you and Gunther is pretty pronounced. You're kind of like having to like bench press this crate up into your face, <laughs> your your goblin face pressed against the wood as you try and move this. One of your ears squashed back against your head quite painfully. Uh, uh, you, here, here uh, I'm helping. Uh, did you want to help your little friend? It's probably a bit heavy for her. Grin is just going to light a cigarette while he watches. Nope. Okay. Well, we will keep I've, pushing. I've got it. I can, I, I'm strong and independent. Yeah, she's good. Uh, okay. Uh, Tithla, you get about, I'd say like 20 meters towards the warehouse. 
mm-hmm. before your knees start to buckle. Uh, I need mm. you to now make me a dexterity saving throw uh, to avoid something happening. Oh, that's fine. I don't have disadvantage on the saving throws, do I? You do not have disadvantage on saving throws due to your horrific burns, which have still not been fully healed. Oh, come on. That's 11. Tithla, as you start to lose your grip, the crate begins moving towards you, and just as you try to slip out from underneath it, the side of the box clips your head, dazing you, sort of knocking your senses for a moment. Uh, you're going to take... It's only two points of damage. Don't get too excited. Um, two points of damage as uh, the wine crate drops towards the ground. Gunther's going to do his best to try and save it. No. <laughs> no. Um, the crate breaks open, spilling out bottles of wine across the muddy ground. Um, a couple of them crack and smash. A number of them do not. As the wine bottles spill onto the ground, Gunther lowers the crate Looks up at you, Tithla, looks at Grinner, looks at Tithla, looks at the bottles and goes, You know, maybe I think I might have this by myself. Yeah, look, I'll, t- I'll tell you what. We'll go get you some cloths from inside your shop so you can clean this up, eh? I'm not going to be wiping my good clean cloths on this filthy, muddy ground. I- I'm just going to leave it. It's just, like, liquid on the ground. It's already muddy. Like, wh- what's more wine going to do? I'm not going what, to, like, scoop it up and try and, like, squeeze it back into a bottle. Oh, shit, I've only I done would. that once. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, is there is there any bottle that is like cracked but not spilled? Roll me a D one hundred, Tiffa. I'm giving D100. this a percentage. Yep, D one hundred. I'm giving this a percentage. Easy. Seventy nine. Yes, I set this at seventy five and above. Twenty five percent that one of the bottles wouldn't crack. Seventy nine is more than sufficient. Um, Tithla, yeah, you can see one of the bottles on the ground hasn't um spilled out. Spilled. The, the side has cracked. But the label around it has actually kept the bottle together. The crack spider webs down behind the label, but it doesn't look like it's leaking. And the label itself is quite pretty. It's this um, papyrus that's been glued onto the outside that shows a vineyard stretching over a large moon rising in the distance. And it says, The Wizard of Wines. Yeah, and this a, is a, a I'll, Merlot. I'll, 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 take, I'll take the Merlin. Um it's broken, so you probably couldn't sell it. Wait, wait, so, why, why are you taking a bottle of wine? It's well, broken. we helped you, did we? And so well, I'll I would not you... call dropping one of my crates helpful I'll while you just you... had a cigarette. I'll yeah, give you, you this one. as a token of my apologeticsness, which I'm learning a bit about today. What, Here is two over? silver. <laughs> he sort of looks at the two silver, looks at the bottle, looks at you guys, takes the two silver... All right, fine. You can have the help. you can have the cracked bottle. Just get out of here. Stop trying to help me. You are not very helpful today. Okay. Well, that was a bit hurtful. I was just trying to help. I'm sorry. I'm a bit sensitive today. You know what, Grenat? I think we should go. Hey. Yeah. All right. Fuck him. Let's go. <laughs> As you guys wonder if you hear Gunthunder's breath, be like, but like seriously, what were you trying to do? Like you just cut the crate like five meters and then dropped it. <laughs> As you just keep walking. <laughs> Yesterday, I thought you were a bunch of legends. Today, you're a bunch of wankers. Um, <laughs> just to complete the cycle of where that voice has come from. Um, if you get that reference, you're a fucking legend. Um, as you, as Grinner and Tithla head back towards the mansion, we're going to jump to the other group who remained inside the grounds. And joining us, again, special guest, Andrew's here. G'day. Yay. 
He's he's definitely matching the energy level that we've uh, set with that, Andrew. So <laughs> thank you for that. It's really thank you. I, I do appreciate that. Um, perfect timing because your character is just about to uh, jump back in. I've already because uh, when when the team got to the manor house, they realised they hadn't brought a gift. So Raspip suggested cutting off only most of their fingers could be the gift. I figured that would be. Oh. I only want one finger, realistically. So yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah. yeah, and and you'd give the finger back once you've got the ring off. So I thought that'd be pretty good. Uh... Does anybody know the mending spell? <laughs> I um no, you know you know mending doesn't work on flesh. <laughs> Alrighty, as the the rest of you, Jonor, Luther, uh, Theodore, and Raspip, as you continue your way up the pathway towards the Wachter House. You see, standing at the doorway is the rather sour-faced gentleman who invited you here for the two o'clock meeting, Ernst. And as you walk up, he pulls his hood back, looks at you through these very, like, tight, weasel-like dark eyes. I thought you were... thought you were bringing all your friends. Just some of them, eh? No, we have sent our valets to go purchase the gift we promised for Madame Wachter. Right. Okay. They, they are more employees rather than than friends. Uh, do you want to make me a deception check, please, Theodore? Is it really deception? <laughs> uh, do you, do you believe that they're employees because you haven't paid them anything? So. <laughs> uh, that is, I think the word is slaves. You can turn, maybe. Eight. Oh. <laughs> Ernst gives you a bit of a side eye, peering through his rather untidy black fringe. You forgot the wine. Well, uh, yes. it's just as well you remember to send two of your monkeys to go get it. Yes, this is an un unfortunate mistake that I tried to cover up. It did not work. Um, please accept our apologies. They will be back shortly, I'm sure. I cannot imagine any hijinks that those two would get into that would delay them for any length of time. Well, see, we've got ourselves a bit of a balancing act here. Maybe it's best if we wait for all of you to arrive and present the gift to Lady Wachter as a group. But I don't want to make the lady wait any longer than is absolutely necessary, or that's going to piss her off even more. So I'll leave the decision up to you. No skin off my nose. I don't think uh, we need to wait either. Yeah, I think that she gets a gift regardless. We won't obviously will not say we forgot. We'll just say that it was being ordered in special, and we had to go pick it up. A cracked bottle of wine. It's unique. <laughs> it's well, unique. <laughs> well, come on in then. I'll announce you. Just uh, be polite. Don't use any uh, obscenities around the lady. And uh, make sure you treat her with the decorum afforded to one of noble birth. And you'll be fine. All right. I, I did not really ask for your advice, but thank you. You don't need to ask my advice. I'm giving it to you free of charge. Aren't you a lucky little fuck? I thought we were saying no profanities. We're not in front of the lady right now, are we? I would expect one in her employ would maintain the level of decorums that would be expected as if she was always around. For her reputation um, is, is reflected upon you. No, my reputation is its own. That's why the lady employs me. Because of my skills. What are your skills? Proficient. Come on, I'll take you through. A little bit of profanity Plus three, plus four well, proficient? What kind of proficient? <laughs> um, as he opens the door and leads you guys in. Um, I, I feel like as Theodore almost keeps talking, I'll probably start dragging him along. 
Because uh, he's still asking him like these questions, <laughs> just like antagonizing him. Uh, Jonah come on, come on, and Theodore, let's go. Come Jonah enough. and Theodore have actually seen inside the manor house before. Yeah. Um, so, as I described previously, but for Raspip and Luther, this is your first time seeing the inside of the Wachta Manor. The large entryway that leads to a massive grand staircase leading up to the floors above at first glance seems opulent but as your eyes adjust to the dim light you can see there is a thin patina of dust on much of the paint and much of the displays hanging from the walls you can see the carpet this rich beautiful maroon red has actually faded in parts and is somewhat stained and threadbare in the corners your impression walking into this place is one of wealth that has faded and aged the gentleman Ernst doesn't lead you towards the double staircase instead taking a left-hand turn and opening a set of double doors that lead into a sitting room and dining room there seated in front of a roaring fire gently stroking a large black and white cat mostly black with these sort of like white streaks through its fur, is a woman in her late 50s, graying hair held back into a very tight bun, rather sharp angular features, very dark piercing green eyes, holding in her hand a notebook, which she looks over the top of as you enter before closing it very slowly, placing it next to her and standing as you walk on through. Ernst quickly jumping in front. Lady Walker, the uh, Outlanders, as requested. Thank you, Ernst. Please, that will be all. Um, there are some more coming, my lady. Oh, well, we can get started. If you could direct them in once they arrive, Ernst, that would be wonderful. Thank you. Right away, my lady. Ernst gives her a subtle bow of the head before closing the double doors, leaving you in the room with the Lady Wachter. She stands there for a moment, looking at each of you, sort of sizing you up a full up and down. Well, I am Lady Fiona Wachter. And you are? Theodore Ursa, at your service, madam. Um, Luther, lovely to meet you. Uh, And uh, I'm uh, Jonor the Wizard. Lovely to meet you too. Um, my name is Raspip. Raspip, as you look, she unclasps oh, no. her hands, and on the third finger, on her left hand, is your ring. Oh God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> well, please be seated, Jono, Theodore, Luther, and Raspip. We have much to discuss, I think. It was, um, it, it was Raspip, not not with the rolling P at the end. No, Raspip. No. no <laughs> My apologies, Raspip. Please, be seated. I'm sure Ernst will be back with some refreshments in but a moment when your friends arrive. In Under Raspip's breath, he's going to turn around and just say, it's not going to be the last time you apologise today. Uh, I need you to roll me a stealth check, please. <laughs> Why? Hey, Grinner, real quick, what do you think the odds are that Tithler and Grinner sort of get out the front and then just go looking for the friends without going inside? Yeah, pretty high. Yep. 14. 
if if the Lady Fiona Wachter heard anything, uh, you're not sure because you're facing the other way. Anyone with a passive perception of 14 or higher, you not yes. only hear Raspip's comments. So, so Luther, you do hear Raspip's comments in that yep. case with a 14 or higher. Anyone uh, else 14 or higher? You also see that he doesn't give a shit. No, I'm cool. 16. <laughs> 16. 16. What's your passive perception, Theodore? 16. 16. And Luther? Uh, 15. 15. Journal? And Lady, and lady what am I head? <laughs> Fair. Um, I mean, you don't you don't see any change in her body language or behaviour at all, Luther. Theodore, there's a brief frown that crosses her lips for but a moment. Oh no, she saw she heard it. <laughs> I, I give him a little goat kick. Just be quiet, the rest. Of it. <laughs> well. Oh no. You've been ah. in this town for a few days, no? That is that is correct, my lady. And, and what I would are like your... to apologize for our friends being late. Um, we are we have ordered in a special gift to present to you, but it um, the man Gunther um from his store was unable to require it in a timely fashion, so we have sent our friends to go pick it up now. Um, I deeply apologize for for this delay, and we we mean no disrespect. That's and we appreciate your hospitality. Very kind of you, Theodore. And uh, so unlike Gunther to be uh, short-handed, but I do hear there was some excitement in the stockyards last night. Perhaps he had a rather restless evening. This perhaps I mean he he did as well as he as, as he could. We um we gave him relatively short notice, so that is that is on us. But my sons, uh, Nikolai, they informed me that uh, there had been a disturbance in the stockyard some creature that had found its way into our uh, quaint Oh, were they, uh, were they there? Ah, my boys often roam around Nikolai and Carl. Yes, they reported that there was uh, a disturbance in the stockyard. They said they ran straight to the guards and summoned them immediately when they heard the uh, commotion. <laughs> well, that is very responsible of them. Oh, I have done my best to raise them as upstanding citizens. But please, tell me, what do you think of our little town, Valaki? It is, it is lovely. It is, um, to be completely honest, significantly nicer than the town of Barovia. And you, Luther, what are your opinions on our town? <clears throat> I, um, I think it's quite a nice place overall. It's uh, quite interesting to be in a town that uh, feels a little bit more fortified, I guess. I won't lie, though, that Belinsky, though, uh, his shop is uh, interesting, to say the least. Hmm. Indeed. And you, Jono, you have been quite quiet since we arrived. Yeah, I think that this town um, is a bit more lively. They're getting the right attitude of try to... You know, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you believe you're going to be having a good time, then it, that, that thing will happen. That it, it seems to be the strategy here, and I'm interested to see if it's going to pull off. Um, I'm curious about it at the moment. Well, I have been here for most of my life, and I am more than happy to tell you how the Burgomaster has been handling these affairs. He is, to put it bluntly, a complete and utter lunatic. Baron Vargas Valakovich believes that all we need are smiles 
to help scare off the dangers of this world. He is um, absolutely moronic. We need strong leadership, not some inbred, smooth-brained twit locking people in stocks for simply not having enough mirth in their hearts. I think it is time for a change in leadership here. And um, I, I take it that that person is probably um, someone within this very, very room, I suspect, as I'm sort of looking at the lady. My family have been members of the Valaki aristocracy for some time. We are old bloods going back to before this place, before Barovia was locked away, or so our records say. I think I would do an excellent job guiding this town back towards the old ways that will protect its citizens and keep them safe from the dangers that lurk outside these palisade walls. And if how, you were in how... charge, what would you do to stop people from stealing in town? <laughs> oh no. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. <that's> a... <laughs> um, well, that is a good question. The crime should that fit is, the punishment. That is, that is a very good question as well. I'm sorry, I'll let you finish, but um, yeah, that's a very good question indeed. The crime should fit the punishment. I do not think a blanket approach to all crimes is the way to handle things. It depends on the item that was stolen. If it was food to feed someone hungry, then the punishment should be mild. If it is uh, an item of great value to an individual, then perhaps more drastic measures should be required. And what, and, uh, what, what drastic uh, measures do you believe in? Imprisonment. Perhaps the removal of a hand? Or a finger. Oh, or a finger, sure. No, forgive me, my lady, if I um, speak out of, out, out, out of turn here. We are, we are outsiders, as your, as your man so clearly pointed out. Tonight. I mean, no disrespect if what I say is offensive to, to people who live here, but we have heard rumors that you... Um, uh, you you think favorably of uh, the uh, Count Strad von von Zarevich. Um, now, people have told us that he is a, a bad man, but uh, we we have not encountered him ourselves personally. But um, as what... you say his name, a knowing smile crosses her lips, and she nods, closing her eyes, nods very understandably. Yes. How long have you been in these lands for, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, only weren't we, weren't we told not to speak his name? Oh, who told you, you that know, piece of Strad. information? I, I do not think there is anything wrong with saying his name. <laughs> our, our Lord, Strad von Zarevich, is like a god here. You are not. You have not been here long. You do not understand how absolute his control is. He is endless. He is immortal. He is all-powerful and all-knowing. Why would we ever try and resist such a person when cooperation is protection? 
these lands are dangerous to those that do not respect his power. There is no other way. He cannot be killed. He cannot be fought against or resisted. No. Cooperation is the way forward. Absolutely. If we want to protect these people and protect our lands, it is the only way. Can I insight check her to see if... Absolutely. She truly <laughs> believes that shit? Oh, I'm rolling good tonight, boys. Oh, wow. Six insight. I mean, Theodore, as she, as she speaks all of this, you don't see any signs of of um, disingenuities. She seems to be very... All checks out. Yeah, like... and, and The man seems dumb. Stride seems very strong. She seems reasonable. Yeah, I mean, what she's saying as she says that, it, I mean, when it's put so bluntly like that, doesn't sound like it's that unreasonable a position for her to have, really. Alright, looks like we've got a new political campaign to run. <laughs> um, the, forgive me for um, being presumptuous, but you've obviously asked us here for a, a particular reason. Um, oh, yes. I assume you have a request of us? Yes. I need your help to depose our Mayor Vargas. This is something that I cannot have my hands in. I need to be separated from this. And if I were to employ the use of my associate, Ernst, it would be far too easy to tie back to me. So, I was hoping that I might be able to uh, enlist your help. And um, what would you be asking us to do? I am hoping that you could maybe visit a few of the sympathetic people around town and then with their assistance and their encouragement, not mentioning my name of course, maybe you could get them to march on the Baron's mansion while you sneak around the back, head inside and either kill him and make him disappear or find something that we could use in his house to discredit or depose him. Make him um, ridiculed and tear him down. Either physically or emotionally, I cannot. That sounds perfectly reasonable to me. Do you mind if I use your bathroom? I need to do a poo. <laughs> <laughs> you will find a latrine for guests in the guest house. If you step out in the hallway and talk to Ernst, he will direct you to where you need to go. Madam, I, I, I am sorry for my associate's lack of decorum. He is, um, look, we, we do not really know him, he, and he is definitely an odd one. He's not with you. Uh, am I am I not allowed to say the word poo? Raspip, you are leaving, I believe. Uh, right as Raspip stands up, Grinner and Tithler, you have walked up the driveway. That's exactly perfect timing. Uh, you've walked up the driveway, arrived at the front of the manor, and Ernst is just showing you into the room. As the doors open and you are guided into the sitting you know, room... You know, they're probably not inside. I think we should probably do another lap <laughs> or two. Where would I go in with we... that guys? Did, did, you, did you want to go in, or...? I suppose well, if, yeah, if somebody's telling us they're inside, we'll probably believe them. It's up to you guys. Do you want to go inside? I, I assumed. I'll go in, but I want to be sizing Ernst up like heavily. I want to try and gauge this guy. 
I'd say either perception, investigation, or if you're trying to sort of like get his body language, more of an insight check. So perception or investigation to kind of get a bit of a read on like maybe weapons that he's carrying or uh, whereas insight is going to be more about how he holds himself and his kind of uh, general body language. Um, uh, oh. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go insight, like insighting if I can kind of pick up his sort of fighting style just by his stance like does he seem like he'd be speedy or just heavy hitting yep, i'd say that thing, i'd I say guess. i'd say insight works for that because you're kind of sort of trying to gauge how he moves nine um not quite uh, <laughs> what we're looking for numbers wise there grinner i mean you can see that he is quite tall not as tall as yourself maybe six foot just under six foot um I mean, a lot of his clothing is this very dark layered cloth with an outer grey cloak that hides any weapons he might have underneath, so you don't really know what weapons he's got. And the benefit of the cloak as well is that you can't really gauge if he's quite strong, if he's quite broad-shouldered, if he's quite lithe. It's very hard to tell, unfortunately. Um, as he welcomes you and directs you through into the sitting room and opens the doors, Raspip is just standing Sorry, up. real quick, real quick. Yeah. Is Grinner sort of like trying to pump the chest out, like trying to stand up a bit? No, Grinner never does. He just kind of, he's always got that slight slouch and hunched kind of dogged kind of vibe to him. He hasn't put his cigarette out. He's smoking through the hallway. Um, chat, goes chat thinks to you can take him, Grinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> goes to say something yeah. about the smoking and then stops herself and then... <laughs> uh, oh, uh, uh, oh, no. <laughs> um, Maybe not. Maybe not. This is no pick your battles, Tithla. <laughs> as um, this is personal growth. Use use your fruit, not your words. Uh, as you step into, <laughs> as you step into the sitting room. Sorry, Jacob. As you step into the sitting room. Sorry, I'm not on the in crowd. I don't get the in jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Just as you step into the sitting room, Raspip stands up and you hear him say, "Am I not allowed to say the word poo?" <laughs> and that's where we jump in and combine the groups. My lady, the remaining two members of the group. Ah, oh, thank you, Ernst. That will be all. Actually, no. This young, uh, no? I We're believe all, he, um, No, I'm a goblin. Hey, 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 guys. Haven't seen you in oh, a while. Oh, sorry, you. Just as a, just as a heads up that if you want to do a wee or a poo, you got to do it now because we're talking about some serious stuff in here. Uh, right. Uh, thanks, mate. Good to know, I guess. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Weird. Okay. Okay. That was a do good we okay. like him yet, Grinner, or not? Yeah, Alright, I'm gonna go poo. Uh, I do have a dead pet well. Um, uh, Ernst sort of gives a bit of a confused look, looks towards the lady Fiona Wachter. She gives a very slight nod of the head, closing her eyes, and he goes, uh, right then, my little gnome. Come follow I'm me, I'll sorry. take you to the guest I, bathroom. I think I upset somebody. I didn't know that we couldn't say poo. No, you're allowed to say poo. I just think you probably should have gone before the me. Come with me, I'll take you to the bathroom. Uh, I'm, I'm very small. My digestive system is a little bit smaller than most. <laughs> uh, Raspip, uh, <laughs> as I process that information. Um, <laughs> Ernst leads you out the front door and down the pathway leading to the guest house. It's only sort of like 10, 20 metres away from the manor itself. Uh, but as he unlocks the door and lets you into the manor, he directs you to a small lavatory 
uh, built into the wall uh, on the far side in its own small room. Uh, the lavatory obviously is, there's no plumbing. It's just a pit that goes down into nothingness with a small lid on the surface. And as you lift the lid, um, the smell of fetid and rank feces rise up from the depths uh, towards um, you. Excuse <laughs> me, oh, fucking, This is what he's doing. I have to describe this in detail me, for the sir, podcast. Do you, do you have a toilet that doesn't smell like poo? Ernst gives you a really confused look and then closes the door and leaves. Leaving, like, leaving you in the bathroom. Okay, um, can I listen to see whether or not he is actually completely left or not? Yes, of course you can. Would you like to make a perception or investigation check, please? Um, I will investigate. 14? 14. As you have a bit of a listen, you can hear the sound of footsteps retreating down the hallway for probably about eight steps, and then the sound of creaking as someone leans against a wall. I am going to open the door is the door was the door on a hinge or something that Doors was like on a hinge slow closing and it opens inward and he just closes the door to close you into the small room can i i'm gonna open the door okay and then i'm gonna tell him are you sure there's not anywhere else i can do this you can use a fucking bush out the back if you want that's your choice mate um nah this might be this might be better than in that case all right thank you I'm going to walk around outside with the door still open. I'm going to walk around the door so he can't see me. Okay. I'm so you're still inside him. the room. So, you, so, yes, so inside the room. Inside the, inside the toilet, yep. Yes, yep. I am then going to proceed to cast uh, the invisibility spell. Right. Um, so you're not closing and, the door. Uh, you're just sort of like I'm half closing, not closing it. the door. Gotcha. Correct. Yep, yep, yep. I'm casting the invisibility spell using a sorcery point to cast that as a subtle spell with no verbal or somatic anything to it. Amazing. So he has no idea that I've yep. cast it. Brilliant. And then I'm going to make the door look like the door has been closed from the inside, but I'm going to sneak out as I close it. I mean, that's not too hard to do. The handle is just a hole, a circular hole in the planks of wood. So all you have to do is just grab it and pull and with your hand being invisible, he would just assume someone had pushed on it from the other side. So that's Beautiful. not a problem. That's easy to do. Yeah, you just close the door behind you, completely invisible, and then just walk right past him. Perfect. I am going to walk up to the Can you make me a house. stealth check, please? I just need to know how I, stealthy you're being, because if it's a natural one, there are going to be things that happen. I'm going to try and stay away from him, obviously yep. keeping a distance. I don't yep. want to like walk right in front of him being that's an fair. idiot. That's fair. But I will still grab a stealth check. Oh, it's a nat one. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not. not. It's almost. <laughs> it's a nine. Like <laughs> I saw the seven. It looked like a one. I was like, oh, oh no. As you close the door and then begins up. like very carefully try and walk, um, you can see that uh, you can see that Ernst has um, pulled out a small notepad and is taking notes, occasionally sort of looking back towards the toilet door and then sort of shaking his head a little bit and taking some more notes. As you walk past... He like pauses. He hears something. Maybe one of your footfalls just scuffing the edge of the the ground. He sort of pauses for a second. It's around. Shrugs. Goes back to writing some notes as you continue walking past. Alrighty. Beautiful. Um, I'm gonna walk up to the main house. 
brilliant. As you get to the front door, the front door is closed, um, but there's no one there guarding it as Ernst was at the bathroom waiting for you to come out. So <laughs> you just open the door and step on through. Here we go. <laughs> what would you like to do, Raspip? Um, I'm going to go inside and just suss out whether or not there's any other people in the building. Uh, as you step inside the house and pause and have a bit of a listen, could you make me a perception or investigation check, please, Raspip? This is fun. Not where I thought this was going. 17. Um, Raspip, as you pause and listen, you can hear the sound of footsteps upstairs and two male voices arguing with each other. You can't quite make out everything they're saying, but it sounds like they're having an argument about something the night before and being spotted by the old cantankerous stockman. You're not really sure what any of that means. Okay, so there's two guys upstairs. Um... Like, crate just fell out of the I think he spotted us. Yeah. Raspip kinda knows what's going on up there. Um he's gonna yeah, piece that together slowly. Um Raspip is gonna walk straight into the room that's got Lady Wachter in it. So it is currently the double doors have been closed to add privacy to the room, these sort of like double bay doors. You will have to open them to get into the room if you're gonna come through that entrance. Yeah, okay. Okay, (laughs) brilliant. (laughs) I'm going to jump back to the others for a moment while we catch up in time, and we'll deal with that in a moment. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Can I, before before I open the doors, um, I would like to really strangely, Raspip wants to lay out um, a whole bunch of rope along the length of the doors. You you say strangely, but you're clearly casting a spell. (laughs) Well, he will be at some point, yeah. 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 But I he's going to just lay some rope right down now. in front of the door. He's so laying right some rope. Raspip went to lay some pipe and is now laying some rope. Yeah. So yeah. 50, 50, I think it's 50, how many feet of rope? 50 feet got? normally is... Uh, 50 feet of rope. I'm just going to literally lay the whole lot of that out. Okay, brilliant. Um, <laughs> righto then. The rest of you, as soon as Raspip leaves, um, the the lady walked her, sort of nods and then looks towards Grinner and Titha. Lovely to meet you. I am Lady Fiona Hwakta. And you are? Uh, uh Greta. Hey. Uh, and I am Tithla. And she like, tries to do a curtsy. What's a lovely name for terrible. a lovely young lady? No, no, no. no. Her, her name was Tithla. 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 What's a lovely young name for a lovely young lady? Are you, are you sure, love? No, sorry. Tithla. The lady is being polite. <laughs> so, yeah, I believe oh, you... I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Thank you, dearly. I believe you collected a gift that we ordered from Gunther for 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 the lady. Well, oh yes, that's what we didn't forget about at all and had to run off last minute. We'd always planned this. Yes, we did. Here you are. She presents the cracked bottle of moderately priced wine <laughs> yeah, just just careful that one it's dripping a little bit out of the it's crack. ready to go <laughs> the lady fiona for anyone who has a passive perception of higher than 15 yep. uh swallows whatever response she was going to make oh. who's who's having a fire alarm must Sorry. be tom 
<laughs> Tom's burning his toast. Or he's having a stroke. It's one of those two options. It's a stroke alarm. If you start to smell burning toast, you're having a stroke or overcooking your toast. That's the only two options. Um, as uh, as the Lady Fiona uh, looks towards the, the cracked bottle, you can see she's sort of like, reaches out and takes and goes, oh, what, what a lovely gift. Thank you so very much. I will save this for some special guests. Or maybe you would like to try some now? Yeah, let's, let's crack it open. That's what it's bought for, right? It's for drinking. Indeed. There are some glasses on the mantelpiece. Would one of you be a dear and pour some wine? Also, yeah, Grenat, I think the word crack it open is a bit on the nose at the minute. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good one. I'm glad somebody picked up on that, actually. And, um, uh, I'm, I'm currently controlling the lady the... Fiona Wachter's emotions right now. <laughs> I have to be like, bite down, you need these people, Fiona. At the suggestion that um, they go collect glasses and seeing what they've done to this bottle, I, I stand up to go get them in, the, in Tiddler's place. Great. Could you please make me a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage to pick up glasses and not drop them on? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, obviously. Um, obviously, I'm kidding. Uh, as you as you take the bottle and head on over, there are indeed on the mantelpiece just behind the fireplace um, a cabinet full of glassware. You can see there are a number of uh, of matching glassware sets. Excuse me. Um, pull out seven glasses and begin. Well, actually, how, I should ask how many how many glasses do you bring out and how many do you pour? Um, yeah, one for the lady. What one for <laughs> Jonah wants in? Um, yeah, I, I pour I pour one for everyone. Um, Except not Raskov because he's not here and he's a bit murdery. <laughs> yeah. As you as you finish pouring the wines and bring them back over, um, Fiona begins or resumes talking. Well, I am hoping that we can get this task accomplished uh, somewhat soon. I am on a little bit of a timeline that I would like to have accomplished. Three days. May I ask, uh, what is what is the rush? Uh, you've waited um, a, a while already. You said your family's been here in the aristocracy, but not running the town for hundreds or thousands of years. So I, what, why all of a sudden three days? I am sorry, but that is not my information to share. Uh, <sighs> all I can tell you is that it is of vital importance for the welfare the people of this town that's Mayor Vago Baron Vago is gone Damn. by the end of the third day Luther's gonna um he's been gritting his teeth a little bit because he's quite a a good aligned character and he's not really into this plot hey, so, she seems so good though I know she seems not he's, evil he's gonna speak up um he's gonna Look at her. Now, um, by all means, I, I agree with you. I, I believe that the um, the burgomaster is um, batshit insane, to be honest, to be frank. But, Lady Wachter, uh, I, I would, I would offer you um, this advice: do it, do it the right way, do it properly. Don't go about and do all these uh, little plots, murder, murder, and how can, how can I do it the right way when the Baron Vargo's father, in an act of supreme illegality, 
removed any and all forms of removal of someone once they are unfit for office, and even worse, ensured that it could only ever be an inherited position for his family. Uh, this what is very, to very wrong. We have, we have to hope that, this must be. That is true, but at the same time, um, I, I can't stand uh, abide by um, someone of your potential reputation. You, you say that um, you're the person I lead, but I, I know for a fact that your your children, your boys, were uh, no stealing wine from the uh, stockyard. I, I saw them myself. They had a crowbar and they'll flee the scene. They never alerted any guards. So uh, I myself um, am not privy to these here uh, plots and such. I, I will abstain myself. And um, what? <laughs> Sorry, carry on, please. Chat dared me. It's uh, chat's I, fault. For podcast bro. listeners, I've got a set of giant googly eyes that I normally have attached to my VR headset. They fell off the other day. So now I have a set of googly I've eyes. I've never seen <laughs> googly eyes. But um, no, I abstain. I personally, that's my personal uh, personal creed. Uh, I abstain from this, uh, these here uh, plots uh, of insidious nature. Well, I mean, a way of sort of getting to the bottom of this is you said of an unfair, you know, equal treatment for punishment based on the crime. So, you know, what about a scenario if someone was to steal wine? What do you do in that scenario? Or perhaps bombs? I will not hear my children, my boys, be slandered unchallenged. And as she says that, the doors open as Raspip uh, arrives back. Well, the doors open. Is he invisible? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you just watch as the doors slowly open, like, what, probably 50 centimetres, 60 centimetres for you to squeeze your your bulk through, Raspip? Your bulk. You muted, Andrew. Beautiful. Can Lady Walker make a dex save? Uh, she can. Oh, okay. She certainly can. This is getting spicy now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right. This is so much I stuff going on. I want to join. I'd like. Theodore's fully convinced this lady's right. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, no, I'm fully convinced that she is the wrong choice. To me, I, I, my, my insights suggest that she's pretty good. Oh, yeah. You did get a horrible insight. Oh, and can I roll it? It's been ages since we played that session. Is there a, um, <laughs> what? I can't remember. Was there a link to Lady Walker and the, um, Mill on the Hill? The what? Sorry, the Mill on the Hill? Mm. Uh, I don't believe you've heard of any links there. No, okay. Link to her and Strahd. Yeah, okay, that's what I'm getting mixed up. Cool, carry on. Uh, all right, so her dexterity saving throw was a whopping two. <laughs> so I rolled a two, and she has a plus zero. What happens, Raspip? Yeah, that's good news, Andrew. But um, yeah, what happens? She has just been glassed in the face with her own glass. Did you catapult um, I have cast catapult as right. a third level spell, doing 5d8 damage. Yep. Wow. Oh, that which is, is 22 odd. points of damage to the face, as well as There's the face full of Merlot. That is. You stole my ring! <laughs> <laughs> um, as Raspip appears, having cast this spell and the glass going right up into her face, 
I'm going to have all of you, obviously, uh, obviously you're all going to be rolling initiative in about two what seconds from now. <laughs> Is that obviously? Obvious? <laughs> Is that obvious? <laughs> yeah, yeah, make sure you click on your tokens before clicking on the uh, initiative wow. roll. Um, and actually, actually before you, before you go too far into that, I'm also going to move you across to the Wachter house map. <laughs> Is that obvious that we have to roll that? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking obvious, I think, at this stage that you oh. Hang on, I'll I just move you to a different map. You can't say you lot. That's our word. <laughs> That's, uh, I don't know if uh, I don't know if I can't say that word. Um, let me just bring you all across from the town of Alaki. Two seconds. Hey, um, why do you have a map for this song? Uh, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, right? this should all be nice theater of the mind. There was no need for that. <laughs> why? Why would I have a map ready for this particular encounter? I don't know, guys. Maybe because you're fucking psychopaths. Um, <laughs> not all of us. Don't rope us all in on being rude with everyone else. You know what? is failing out of that. Than us. All right, now I need to make you all the right size. Give me two seconds while I increase this. Um, as the glass flies into the Sorry, lady Wachter's face. Uh, and she takes 22 points of damage. Yeah. Oh! She... Oh, you suck. I'm going to just drop you all there. There we go. Uh, I'll bring us across <laughs> to the map. <laughs> we'll move Raspit to the correct spot. The rest of you all on the couches. Uh, let me just bring what the map the across. the correct spot the bin? <laughs> uh, the correct spot is not the bin. Uh, let me bring you across to the map. Um, uh, Tithra and Grinner would be towards back furthest away from it okay I'll, I'll switch you guys around yeah as you yeah, guys only just came in there you go um, and there would probably yeah be a hole for raspit that would make sense yes yeah. absolutely yeah, there is a hole for raspit right there. On the only other thing i really need to quickly do is just bring the seven person map across just give me two seconds sorry what well it's just almost like um i wasn't fully expecting there to be a uh I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, you know better than gonna... that, Owen. Come on. Yeah, well, that's right. I do know you guys better than that. It is on me. Uh, Wait, so I'm, make sure... I'm 50 50 on killing Raspip and getting back on our good side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Look. no way. I am not on her good side. I want to, like, take I want to take her and the Burgermaster down. I think chat said to make Luther there, so I think that's what I'll do. Look, I, I can guarantee <laughs> killing both of them does not go well. No, it does. <laughs> I've done that before. Rasta ban, Lady Boy? No, 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 no uh, I don't have Luther or Grinner. Oh, no, Grinner's in there now. So you get just Luther and Jonor. Yeah. Uh, I can see them on the map. Can you see them on the overlay? Um, maybe check to see if the token is. Um, yep. I, I, I can move around. around. Yep. Jonor's got control. Jared, if you're looking on the map. Does anyone well, not... thing, I have it. I have yeah, it. Um... Jonor, have you rolled it? Yeah. Uh, I rolled, but the map was changing. and. Yeah. Right, it's up the top there. So click, Jonah, click on your token, and mine came through like that. Lady Fiona Ooh. is a 19, fantastic. Grinner is a 21, Tithel's a 5, Raspip is a 15, Theodore is a 17. Is that all correct, everybody? That's right. Brilliant. Um, I'm not on the turn order, by the way. Oh, I did you, click my token, I don't know what happened there. What is your initiative, Luther? Yours was a 22. Okay, Luther is actually going to be up first. As this glass bottle shoots into the Lady Wachter's eyes, she lets out this scream and grabs at her face calling out this horrifying noise. 
around her neck, you watch as the cat that had been sort of like sitting on her lap that she was patting lets out this horrific screech, this uh, as it also uh, takes a offense at the glass, suddenly flying up at its uh, mistress. But Luther, you are the first to act as you see Raspip jump into the room, suddenly appear, like literally just, just appear and go, give me back my ring, and then shoot her with glass. Um, I'm not actually really going to do anything right now, I think. I think from a meta standpoint, I think I'd be almost like surprised because this has happened so far. I was having yeah. a discussion with her. That's fair. Um, and I'm taken aback. I, I probably will still ready in action just in case she takes any like... She, I don't know how she's going to react if she has any hostile moves to any of our party. Um, then I'll probably will do a shot. Um, but otherwise, I think playing it right, it, it just doesn't feel right having a discussion with her and then just suddenly lunging at her with a, a pistol. So I'm going to, yeah, I'll just pass my turn for now with the ready in action. Yep, no problem at all. Uh, next up in the end, your, what's your ready in action? What would you like your ready in action to be? Um, literally, like, if she makes any um, hostile movements, if she actually attacks one of our party members, then I'll do an attack action. Cool. Absolutely perfect. Next On either up, her or the cat. Yeah. Next up in the initiative order is Grinna. Alright. Um, would it be a safe bet that there's like, I don't know, a, a bureau or some sort of like a, a low serving table, something heavy and solid but there's kind a, of only a, like a meter off the ground there's a, a dining chair table right chair you. right behind you no 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 i'm yeah, talking like yeah. something that's gonna block uh like my plan is to wedge it against the um the doors to try so the, and just the problem the is the doors are sliding doors not oh, they're hinged sliding. doors they're sliding doors right. into this room well then i'm gonna drag the table over or try to oh my god um, okay fine for this to take my entire everything to drag it over and just kind of lean it on its side to just cause a bit of a blockade into the hallway. Definitely going to need a strength check from you, please, Grin. Ath- ath- athletics check, I should say. Um, athletics, all right. Going for like super tense, fast-paced music for this one. Twenty, Grin. <laughs> you just grab this dining table, even though it's huge, and just and use your turn to drag it up against the wall, turning it upright so that it blocks that double doorway, the double sliding doors in. Amazing. Sweet, and I'm just going to lean on it. That's me. Yeah. Uh, next up is the Lady Fiona Wachter. As she, like, reaches up, blood pouring out of her face and eyes, one of the glass shards having punctured through one of her eyes and looks towards Raspip, she sort of cocks her head and this very dangerous gleam comes into her eyes as she points towards Raspip. Burn. Uh, Raspip, I need you to make me a... Uh, I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw, please. 21. Ooh, 21 is going to pass. You are going to take... As my reaction, I'm going to point back at her and go... Burn yourself! And I'm also going to cast Hellish, Hellish Rebuke. Okay, she's not casting Hellish Rebuke. This is something else. Oh, um, there you go. <laughs> okay, so Raspip, uh, you take half damage from this. So uh, you only yep. take 10 damage. 21 halved and rounded down is 10 damage. You take 10 necrotic damage as she points towards you and these dark black grey flames 
reach up around you. You're not even sure if she can see Raspip looking through this one ruined eye, blood pouring down her face as she just points. Uh, and then you hellish rebuke. She also has to make a dex saving yeah. throw, I believe. It's a dex of DC 13 again. <sighs> it's a nine. Uh, she takes seven back. Seven. As the flames burn around her, oh you God. watch as her skin begins to peel off, turning into this like gray black charcoal. She initially starts like crying out, and then suddenly, with this choking sob, she goes all silent, the flames still burning across her throat. And then she laughs. <laughs> Uh, she is then going to use uh, the rest of her turn um, to throw her cat at you, Raspip. Um, as she throws the cat <laughs> at you, in midair, it transforms, taking on this red demonic uh, figure as it transforms into an imp. Um, the imp is going to fly towards you uh, and it is going to try and um, sting you. Oh, so it sounds like an imp. Sting. Yeah. And she turned into a crazy cat lady. Uh, <laughs> does a does a 16 hit you, Raspip? Uh, you're muted, Andrew, but I, I see your nod. Uh, you are going to need to make me a constitution saving throw as you take seven piercing damage and possibly some poison damage if you uh, fail this con save. You will also be poisoned. 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 Oh. Five is a fail. Uh, so that is going to be seven piercing, nine poison damage, and you are poisoned right now. Oh, jeez. I am on one health. Are you oh really? My God. <laughs> I am. Yeah. Okay. That is the Lady Fiona Hochter's go. Theodore. Oh, yeah. Here we go. So, sorry, I wasn't here Alan, before. Um, did You're I like, what the fuck have I missed? Um, uh, you're ready to action. Master, do you count him as a member of the party? Well, the, I guess at the moment he is, but I think I was sort of leading in on that also, that like that sort of like, like sort of like thinking. But the moment I see the imp, um, unfortunately, yeah. my character has some you know fighting evil sort of stuff within his um, description. So <laughs> nah, don't worry about I'm going to unload. Alrighty, that 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 triggers your held action. On the uh, imp or Lady Walk. You're like five feet away from her, sitting on a couch in front of the fireplace, <laughs> having like jumped actually, you know to your what? feet. I think I would... So what did what did she actually do to um, Raspip? She pointed towards him and said, "Burn." He then caught fire with these black flames. He then pointed towards her and said, "Burn." She then caught fire with actual flames, her flesh burning <laughs> away. She then reached up, grabbed the cat from around her shoulders, and threw it at Raspip. Uh, Throwing through the a air. cat is a disproportionate response to getting caught <laughs> on fire. Come on. So the the cat then halfway through the air transformed into an imp, which then attacked Raspip. Okay. You know, I was already like on the fence about her, and the fact that she's like got an imp familiar. Imps can be nice. uh, she, did, she, get a, she did get attacked first. I might unload on the imp. I feel like I would go for the imp first before her, actually. So I'm going to unload on the imp. Okay. To be fair, though, your held action was if the lady Fiona Wachter attacks anyone, True. I will attack her. So the, the options are Lady Fiona Wachter or give up the held action. Hold up. Murder, murder, it's murder, got murder. like a ticking of a time on it. Oh, 
God, I don't did know. You see, now. Did you see her you eyes what? turn red? Her <laughs> eyes haven't turned red. That's just blood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> be mistaken as, as red. That's the blood from the glass that you punctured through her face. Oh, this it's is a very weird gray area because she attacked Raspip and he's not really part of the party. Flip a coin. Go on. Ask Chad. All right, or, all right, or toss right. a coin to your witch hunt, your choice. <laughs> I'll do this. I'll do yeah. Um, I'll roll one for you. One to one to ten. I'll, I'll, one to ten. I'll attack her. Eleven to twenty. I'll abstain and wait and see how it plays out. I guess I'm not attacking it. Natural 20. Okay. What a great time to use that natural 20. I know. <laughs> Alrighty. Theodore, you're up next. I'm in such a dilemma. <laughs> I feel that. I get it. <laughs> Ooh, a nice little bit of ASMR Chad, for us. Chad Thank you has for a valid point. Throwing a cat does seem like animal abuse. Um, well, to be fair, it's not a cat. <laughs> it's an imp. <laughs> like <laughs> it was a cat. <laughs> Still an animal. It was never a cat. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. It got turned into here. an imp. Yeah, okay, um, sure. Let me let me put my eyes of doubt back on. <laughs> so I will cast healing word on Raspip, seeing him get absolutely torched and then stabbed by an, by an imp. That seems fair. Are you sure you don't want to save that for someone worthwhile? I, I really do, but... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. <laughs> but I, I give him give him that in, instead. Four hit points, Raspip. Enjoy. To be fair, I think I'm not meant to be wholly evil as well, so... <laughs> um, and then I use my free, free action to... Please, please, my lady, I'm, I'm sorry. Like I said, we do not really know this guy. I... I we, we mean no harm. We can... I, he, he's a bit um, hmm. attached to what he believes is his ring. Um, perhaps if we negotiate the trade of the ring for helping you, we can forget this business ever happened. Um, <laughs> as you look towards her, the flames have now burned off most of her, her skin around her chest and arms. And as she turns towards you, this piece of glass sticking out of one eye as it sort of looks and turns and looks at you, the other eye, like bleeding into it, looks and cocks her head. She goes, I will mount that little shit's head above my bed and I will spit on it every night, uh, is what she says. Honestly, pretty fair. Oh I just want everything to know. I'm just taking notes of what's happening. I'm just writing, Lady Walker fucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably fair. Uh, um, yep. Yep. That's that's all I. Um, can I use my held action for my bonus action? Uh, so your bonus action was healing word. It was healing word only bonus action. Only bonus action for healing word. I'm pretty sure. Could, yeah, you you go, it is. It is. It is a bonus action. Just assume because cure wounds. Cure wounds um, is an action. Well then. I would like to ready a held action that I will transform into Cocaine Bear um, should anyone bar Raspip get, get attacked in this. How anyone much, how much did you How much did you heal? Four, Four. hit points. Enough and to that possibly keep you alive to, to see this through for a turn. Alrighty. Uh, Raspip, it's your turn. Okay. Um... Raspip is really fucking pissed off at the entire party because we had a deal. 
I helped you find your shit, and you guys were helping me get my shit back, and nobody's done that. Um, ah, dilemmas, dilemmas, dilemmas. Um, Raspip is in a bit of a bloody rage at the moment, and he was tossing up between uh, stinking clouding the hallway so that nobody can come in and kill us from the back. Nobody but, leaves. Uh, Raspip is just going to catapult her in the face again, I think. Okay. <laughs> can you uh, make another dex saving throw? No, she's going to counterspell that. Ooh. Okay, fair enough. Ooh, okay, okay. As you, as you go to cast the spell, you just watch as she holds up a hand and goes, No, 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 no. And the spell just fizzles and fades. Nope card. Uh, she nope cards it, yeah, yeah. Exploding cards okay, nope card. um, in that case then, Raspip, realizing that she's gonna absolutely try and fuck him left, right and center, Raspip is gonna run out into the hallway. There's a table there. Um, chat, make sure you press F to pay respects for Raspip. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing short of disappointment from Raspip. <laughs> <laughs> um, any, when I walked in, I love you, chat. <laughs> when I walked in the front door, does there seem to be any good hiding places? Oh yeah, there's loads of hiding places back in the hallway. Uh, you know, there's another whole room. There's upstairs. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right, Raspip is going to uh, make a little bolt for it. And <laughs> rock up he's gonna just piss off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, he's gonna just leg it around the corner and continue this duel a little bit later. Um, Fuck Raspip, seriously. Trying to think. <laughs> Raspip's not gonna go that far. He's gonna go like he's already gone to too the far. Well, how's he gonna get past the stairs? <laughs> too far was like ten minutes ago, mate. <laughs> Raspip's gonna oh, run back out the hallway and just okay. stand over here. Oh. Raspip, Raspip, <laughs> I'm gonna stop you right there. As you step out towards the doorway, away from the imp, the imp is going to try and sting you again as you leave its threatened uh, right, space. Unless oh, you no. want to spend an action to disengage, but I'm very tempted not to. I use it. my action on catapult. Oh, yeah, you cast a spell. <laughs> okay. And in that case, uh, no more nice DM. Good luck uh, to you, sir. Does a 15 hit you? It does hit me, yes. Oh, shit. Four piercing damage, and I need another constitution saving throw. That's a, that's oh. what I gave him. I kept he's on he's back down to one. Oh, my God. Plus poison. You need to make this con save, or you're in real trouble. That's a seven, but I'm oh, going to no. use one of my features here to re-roll that. Have you got I'm lucky, I'm going to use you? Tides of Chaos. Oh, Tides of Chaos. Yep, of course. That means I get to roll a Wild um, Magic Surge, does it not? You do, yeah. Yes, please. If you could roll me yes. a, a d20, it's please. Not, or does it just... It, I think it just triggers a Wild Magic Surge, doesn't it? For Tides it of does, Chaos. It does, yeah. yeah. Oh In that God. case, then. I'm going to roll my constitution so first. Yes. yes. <laughs> I will pull open my custom wild magic table, which is a D100 wild magic table. That doesn't help oh, me very no. much. <laughs> you pass. And and you roll on the table, Owen? Uh, yes. No, no, no. You roll on the table. Could you please roll me you a D100? Me All right. Roll the dungeon. And the, this is the wild contact. magic surge Ravenloft 86. table. Oh my God. 86. I have a specific one for Ravenloft. It's high, good or bad? Okay. We'll in a second. Okay. He's thinking too much. Okay. Raspip. No, he doesn't look too bad. 
from your perspective, no, but remember I randomized my roll table so you don't know what the number means because I, I put it in an Excel spreadsheet. Why would you randomize them? That just makes the agony worse. That's the best bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I make it, when I make a roll, a random table, I, a, a roll table, I put all the things in Excel. I then scramble them so that it's completely like it's the numbers don't mean anything. You're I normally a go for I am, yeah, 100%. Raspit, my friend, as you go to run out of the room, the last thing you see, because you will take this seven poison damage, which I'm guessing does knock you down to zero. It will knock me down to zero, yep. The last thing you see as you get dropped to zero, um, for some reason, the magic surge that triggers suddenly opens up your mind allowing you to hear the thoughts of those things around you. <laughs> what you hear is the imp as it stings you going, die, 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 die. <laughs> <laughs> um, for, for the next hour, you have detect thoughts active. You don't need to cast, you don't need to concentrate on it. It's, a, it's permanent for the next hour. Um, every time you use your action to focus on it, however, uh, something fun happens that I'll discuss when you do that. Um, can I use yeah. Can I use that before I die? Sure. Can I Why use not? that to yeah. just get a, sure. a quick little glimpse on everybody in the party and whether or not they're going to save me or let me die? And something fun happens every time. <laughs> so, so it's an action. It's an action. So you can pick one person in the party and you can detect their thoughts. And that is me being a very nice DM, just because. This might be Raspid's final oh, moments. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick Jonor. Okay, Jonor. <laughs> Jonor's thoughts at that point in time. Yeah, would have been. Uh, holy shit! There's some flying glass. What is, what is wrong with her face? Where did that come from? <laughs> oh, Raspid, what are you doing? What are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> We need to have Jonah's thoughts be a permanent part of this campaign. We just check in and go like, what are Jonah's thoughts? It's like, what is going on? What's wrong with your face? I look down at my head. Specifically, Jonah, as you watch Raspip die in front of you, not, not fully die, but as you watch him just get stung in the back and just drop like a limp sack of potatoes, are your first thoughts are... Are your first thoughts, oh, I need to help him? Or is it like good riddance, essentially, I think is what um, Raspit wants to know. It's mostly shock and evaluation of the scenario. Oh um, it's like, do we help? Uh, it's like, we should help. And then it's contextually, uh, this, is, I'm not, <laughs> that, this is not going to work. Okay, Raspit. Uh, um, yeah, so you would have thought, uh, you would have also heard, I can use my, um, uh, my healing hands, but I, that's not gonna, that's not gonna end well for me. <laughs> uh, Raspip, that's what you hear. Chat, get ready with those F keys again. I <laughs> think you're going to need them. Um, no. Raspip, as you activate that, you hear in your mind Jonor's thoughts and then another voice. Ah, interesting. And that is all Raspip hears for the moment as your vision fades to black. Jonor, luckily. Sure. It's your turn next. <laughs> what are you going to do? <clears throat> he um, goes to raise his hand and he has a little bit of a glow go over his hand and he puts that back down. Um, and uh, <clears throat> he's going to sit on his chair and look, sort of look over towards Raspip. Like, <laughs> Holy shit. I love that Jonor <laughs> is still seated during this. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> he's watched... <laughs> 
he's watched all this happen and just hasn't stood up. He's like, <laughs> still got his glass in his head. <laughs> he's just, <laughs> he's fair, just sort of like. Please tell me you've at least uncrossed your legs, please. <laughs> I reckon Jonah's too. <laughs> Jonah's just like standing there, holding his, like sitting there, holding his glass, looking like quite wild-eyed as he looks around, like. Has <laughs> a little sip. Uh, um, he's going to do that. Yep. Um, uh, lady, lady Wachter, do you need a? Um, uh, I can give you give you a hand, and I go lay do my healing on Lady Wachter. What? You piece of shit! <laughs> <laughs> I almost did it too. <laughs> How much HP does she get back? Three D four. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna do that. I'll do that two more. Gonna times. do what that two more fuck? times. Oh my god, I did not see that coming. <laughs> I did not well, see that I, coming I, I at all. I was fifty-fifty on doing it too. I threw it to chat. <laughs> okay, um, two plus three plus two. As you hold out your hands and place them against her, like still smouldering skin, this wave of healing magic washes across, and you watch as some of the skin begins to knit back together. The lady walked to sort of like freezes and looks down at you as you heal her. A very confused expression crossing her face before it breaking into this very large grin. Blood still pooling and moving between the teeth, giving her this very like odd, quite horrifying expression. What a nice journal. young man. Are you going to help me dispose of this shit eating gnome? Uh, guys, do we, uh, what do we need to do here? I think someone has taken a turn. I, I look over at, uh, I look over at Grinner. Can, uh, I might, we might need some help to, to deal with Raspip now. He's sort of gone a bit unhinged. Well, what the fuck are you Go looking on. at me for? You want me to just tread on him? Hit a fucking <laughs> My favourite part about this is that Raspit running away, he still would have had to get through the table that Grinner had used to block the doorway. He turned to run and then just smacked into it and fallen down. <laughs> he's turned to run. I was going to have him like roll to like try and get around it because he's quite small. The table isn't going to be able to completely block the hallway that easily. So Raspit was going to roll to get around it. Um, well, come, come on, guys. Well, someone's got to do something about this. Are we, in, um, are we still in the turn order, or are we actually like... We're still in the like turn order. Of... No, we still need to be in the turn okay, order. So I can't, because... Can I respond to journal, though? Yeah, I'm happy to have responses, free, free that's, reactions. That's, yeah, okay. that's fine. Um... Oh my god, this is not how I thought this was going to go. <laughs> Alright, so... How did you not think this was how this was going to go? I thought it was going to be much worse. <laughs> this so, is awesome. I'm happy as with this. You this put is all great. the damage on, on Raspberry. <laughs> So, obviously, like, Luther seeing her crazed expression has an imp as a familiar. I, I, I know that an imp has obviously got something to do with... I mean, I, all of you can see, it. it's a tiny fucking demon. Like, <laughs> it's, it's got a red skin, bat-like wings, so horns. <laughs> so does Rasp. I, I, would, I would say to Joan or, um... Joan or, um... I know you just healed her, but I would step back from her, to be honest, um... I'm not. I'm not liking the uh, fact that she is a demon familiar. I, I don't know about you all, but this uh, is screaming to me uh, of evil intent. Uh, I don't know if I go into someone else's house and just go to murder them. I, that's not that's okay true. But um, at the same time, the fact that she is a demon familiar, I do have questions, and I'm not 
gonna let her murder um, young uh, Raspip here. <laughs> young uh It's not really Raspip. murder, very much self-defense. <laughs> That's why I haven't went around attacking everyone yet, because it's it was so like out of the it was just out of the blue, like she's attacked. That's fair, why I haven't just started shooting the pistol. To be fair, it is self-defense at this stage. Yeah, she, she's still, like, why yeah. she's still in the. That's why she's now the victim. Yeah. That's why I haven't went <laughs> and attacked her. But I'm not going to let her also murder Raspit. Um. Alrighty. That's. I'll allow that as the free reactions, Jonah. You still have a bonus action, I believe, because lay on hands. Oh no, it's not like lay on hands. Sorry, it's healing hands. Uh, as your, healing as hands is an that's action. An action. Um, so you still no, have a bonus use action. action. No um, use. Would you like to use your movement? Um, I would have moved um, probably in front of her to heal nearby and then yep. um, probably stood to the side beside Lisa. Yeah, so as you stand up in front of her, <laughs> just like gently touch her on the shoulder and fill her with healing <laughs> magic and then slowly back away. <laughs> yeah. What is going on? I've healed her. <laughs> um, Tithla, you are last in the initiative round. Um, enjoy. Um, before we get to that, I just want to jump out of the game for a sec and say as the personal bastion for chaos, I just want to remind everyone in chat that they have channel points they can use. If you have 20,000 points, why not summon a creature right now? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) There's challenge mode. Who knows what that is? Challenge mode's only for PC Switch and stuff games. That's not for D&D. No, well, not that. Give advantage and disadvantage. Just remember, you've got that access there. Or even one hit point. Or even one. No, that's not an option. Not an option. No, not so, But you could have advantage for your death save. You could have advantage for your death save. No, Tithla is going to say, um, oh, I'll, oh, I'll go check on it, on him. Um, and she'll run after and try and find him. To, uh, where are you running to, Tithla? To the right. Uh, so as you get to where Raspip is down, Grinna has laid a massive table across the doorway. Um, I'm going to need you to... As you try and like push through it, I need you to make me a acrobatics check. That's not the one that Raspip just ran over. The table is blocking the doorway. Raspip is in okay. front of it, almost be, like, yeah, almost nailed to the door. With disadvantage. Oh, Tithla. Um, oh, nine. Tithla. Nine and twenty-three. Um, as you as you run to the thing, Tithla, and try and get around it, you're like trying to get around the doorway. Raspip's body's kind of in the way, so you like gently kind of push it or do you just kick it aside i just no i'm trying to get to rasp it oh i'm trying Raspid's to get right, to rasp right there oh, rasp it rasp it's in front of sorry i misunderstood rasp it's right in front of the doorway can you see him oh yeah no the token just wasn't there on my screen oh good ah, there you go no rasp um, sorry rasp in front of, sorry i misunderstood i thought you were trying to get out through <laughs> the doorway no so rasp no, in front of the table yeah never mind i didn't fail that no acrobatics check then it didn't Perfect. happen <laughs> um oh Tithla's going to, yeah, cure wounds at first level. Raspit. This is so messy. Uh, That's 10. 10 hit points. Raspit, you have 10 hit points. That's like more than his total. (laughs) (laughs) Whisper in his ear. And do you want me to roll a stealth check before I say what I'm going to say? Yes, please. Uh, Dex. Does that mean I have I have disadvantage on ability on Dex ability checks? So that's this. <laughs> that's a ten and surely, a twenty-three. Surely, surely, surely for speech Dex. Speech yeah. Spell, yeah. 
Yeah, I'd say I'd say we'll take the. Okay, we'll, well it's still the first one. It's, it's still, still the first the one. one. It's still it's the ten. Yeah, still the ten. Tithla, as you lean in, what do you want to say? Run. Get out of here. Oh, Run. Go. Alrighty. Uh, Tithla, anything else on your turn? Uh, no, I think that's probably a pretty well-rounded turn. Beautiful. Luther, <laughs> back up at the top. Okay. It's your turn. So, first things first, I still can't, I can't see the map still, Owen. Maybe oh. my vision on my token's wrong. Mm, let me check. Check where. I haven't really you zoomed it into the wrong yep. area. Have you tried what's zooming, your night zooming in? I have, it all the, I have it all the way zoomed out the map and I... What's your, reason, what's I your, what's your night vision? 60 feet? Yep. There you go. Um, oh, there you go. I can see now. <laughs> yeah, I, I hadn't done your vision correctly. Sorry about that. Yeah, okay. That makes Sorry. a lot more sense now. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay. I'm, oh, I'm right next to her. I didn't know that. <laughs> That's fun. Um, yeah, she's, she's touching you right now. Uh, in a good way. Caressing. <laughs> All right. So what was the deal we made with Raspip again? I need to refresh that. We so were going to help the... him get the ring, and what was he going to help us with? Nothing, I think. I think probably bones. Like, we both mutually need... To I was going to help you guys get the bones, bones, which we successfully got already. So my end of the bargain uh, has been done. Do we have the you have the not recovered the bones. That is a... No, well, then I don't blame you if you leave me to die. <laughs> <laughs> then well, I deserve my I think, fate. <laughs> I think Lady Wachter has the bones anyway i think well, well, well that's what we've sort of gotten to around to we just haven't proved it um oh it's such a messy encounter now oh yeah it's, yes it's tough. i i propose to lady walked it now look <laughs> you get down on one knee a... you hold out a ring oh fuck <laughs> um i i, I propose to her um look the reason uh, Raspip over there uh, unloaded on you uh, with, with the sort of like with his spells was uh, because he thinks that you stole his ring, the ring that is on your finger right there. So look, I think I propose a ceasefire at least. You can get yourself cleaned up. We can take Raspip to a more secure location. I'm not going to let you murder him. I'll be honest right now. I'll be up front. And I, and then that's about six seconds, I guess. So what was she her, looks towards of, you? Your compliance isn't really a factor. I like this ring. I like the power it gives me. I will kill that gnome. <laughs> uh, she looks towards Raspit lying on the ground near Tithla. Oh, and, and, and sorry, and the little goblin who dare try to save him. Oh, okay, the moment she says that, yep. I pull out my pistol, hold it to her head and go, wrong answer, bitch. And I shoot her in the head. <laughs> So, yeah, I, you do have disadvantage because you are. <laughs> oh, no, because you I got, do not got, have no, disadvantage because yeah, I have yeah, the gun of feet. You got the gun of feet. I'm yep. going to do. Oh, she shouldn't have said that. That moment she said that, that's it. I like Tifford. I got a little soft, soft, uh, soft spot. Yeah. Yes. So, I'm going to use a superiority <laughs> die yep. to um, do my net attack as a bonus action. So, I'm going to throw a net on her. 14 to hit actually might not get the job done that does not hit her oh, it's so close though <laughs> is there anything i can do as you throw the net towards her she just holds up a hand traces this line of fire and the net just burns into ash as she traces oh, it on. down with her finger don't do this yet okay because still might be a... 
<laughs> when I I can um, when I make a weapon attack roll, which I guess is what I've done with the net, uh, I can that's expend so the, the... another. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. I can expend another superiority die to add to the roll before or after the roll, but any before any effects are applied, I can do a precision attack to try and make it go through. I'll be shooting with advantage. Is it that? I don't think the so you're so you're using an action to throw the net on her rather than shooting her. It's a bonus. It's a bonus action. Bonus action. Quick toss. Yeah, yeah. Because using the superiority die. Is that a weapon attack with the net? It's a range attack. Range attack with a weapon that has the thrown property. Oh, so you'd have disadvantage anyway because it is a thrown weapon attack. So the gunner helps you with your pistol, but not with the net because you're within melee range. Correct. Um, Let's have a look. I'm pretty confident. Uh, It says being. uh, Oh, I'll show you. It says. Being within five feet of a hostile creature doesn't impose disadvantage on your range attack rolls. It doesn't say firearm. It says when employing firearms. When it, it the says at the top, one. you have quick hand. You have a quick hand and keen eye when employing firearms, granting you look the, at the bo- benefits. Look at the bottom one, though. I know, the but bottom, it says it range disadvantage. Rolls. Yeah, hang on. Let's have a quick look. Because that's, yeah, I would yeah, say, does, the implication yeah. is very strongly it just applies to guns. But let's have a look and see if anyone has clarified this. Um, this is the quintessential D&D experience. It is. Yeah. Checking the, the rules. Most, for the the for Google rules. intense combat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, wait, we need to stop and Google rules. <laughs> hey, I've got to I've got to try and get as much as we can on it. I'm on board was, for the Googling. Yeah, I was going to try and hurt Titler. That's it. I was like, if you just yeah. stand down, I was going to probably, I was thinking of just sprinting off, grabbing Raspip and just running and trying to get into a safe spot. And then hopefully this situation can defuse. But the moment she's like, I'm going to kill Tifla, I'm like, oh. it, it doesn't, it doesn't apply to anything other, other than guns. There's been a errata um, follow up with this. So someone was asking if it applied to crossbows. It doesn't apply to crossbows. Okay. Well, let me, to guns. Let, me, okay, let me roll the net attack again. That's 14 again. Meant to be. Meant to be. It's 14 to is be. the number. I'm going to... I will use... Mm, I don't really want to, but I'm going to do a precision attack as well. I really want this to land. Okay. Um, so basically... I'll show you what the... I'll just display it. So I can use another superiority die to add a... Um, basically a superiority die, which is a D8. So that's against a weapon attack rather than a ranged attack. It's weapon, though. Yeah, I'd, I'd argue. Attack. It does say weapon attack, I'd argue. It, it can, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so what would you like to add that to? That's seven. So that goes from fourteen to twenty-one now for the net to hit. Twenty-one will hit as the net flies over and tangles up around her. She turns towards you, Luther. You're next. And I'm going to try and shoot her in the head okay, with advantage please. now because she's restrained. The twenty-four. Uh, Twenty-four is going to hit. Twelve piercing damage. And twenty-six to hit. Thirteen piercing damage. Uh, 26 will hit, 13 piercing damage. Luther, how do you want to do this? Oh, no the way. Glass, the glassing from Raspip twice in a row hurt her. <laughs> that was some heavy well, damage. I, 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 I oh, shoot her, in, oh. I shoot her just, in the head. <laughs> as you just unload the gun, you know her what? head just you know, snaps back. I did back. say shoot her in the head. Yeah, her head just I sort just of snaps back. And then she just drops. Her strings cut like a marionette. It just, just drops onto the couch. As How the, loud was that? It's a oh, it echoes it's a through the building. It's a, it's a gunshot. <laughs> the oh imp immediately freezes, turns back towards the lady Fiona Wachter, and then poof, out of existence. 
Well, uh, I'm going to leave you in initiative order. Yeah, I figured that'd be the okay. Go. I'm going five, to. Definitely. Okay, I'm going to start running now. At least I'm going to go five, ten, fifteen, <laughs> twenty-five. I'm going to sort of stand over Raspip, yep. sort of ready to sort of vault him over the table. I realize that we. Oh, uh, actually. Hold on, when I get here, there's a window here, isn't there? There's windows. Uh, there's three yeah, windows that you glass. can see. How um how how high up are we? Uh, the ground floor. You haven't gone up any stairs. Okay. No, I might stand over Raspip for now. I'll do okay. that. As you move up, move up and stand over Raspip, it is Grin's turn. Uh, fuck. Um, well, well, she kind of. She did that to herself, really, didn't she? She did have to say about the fucking goblin, right? Like, that's our fucking and, um, goblin. Let's be honest. Uh, she had an imp as a familiar. That just automatically means pretty much. She me. had Hide it coming. fucking goblin. <laughs> she had it coming. We will justify our murder. <laughs> hey, look, um, she was going to kill Tithla and Raspip. So I feel like I was, I was, I was going to talk to her. I wanted to have a ceasefire. Yeah. She yep, decided to choose violence. Can you describe any items that might be of any relevance in this room, aside from the table that's barring the door? Anything that could either be weapony or um, barricadey? I mean, there's the uh, chairs, the sofa. There's a stack of firewood near the fire that you could use as a club if you wanted a weapon, Grinner. Um, there's a small side table and there's a bookshelf. Right, what, what's, that, what's the plan here, right? Is there a fucking plan here, you lot? You fucking crazy bunch of fuck... What are we doing? Look, at this point, I think we have to kill everyone that comes through the door. We find the bones. We possibly don't give Raspip his ring ever again, and we call it a day. Well, and the bones in the house, right? Because there's a pretty good fireplace there. We could just light this motherfucker up and run oh, out I, the window. I suspect the bones are probably in the house. Oh fuck! All right. Um, what's the ceiling on? Uh, wood. Like like hard timber floor sort of wood. Yeah, hard just... timber floor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. Look. Fuck. You lot stay here for a minute. All right. I'm gonna jump out the window. <laughs> I'm okay. The body in the ring. Uh, uh, Grinner, as you run and throw yourself out the window, oh, uh, could I please have a acrobatics or athletics check, please? can um, that'll be athletics i think because i'm just doing a running leap i'm not trying to do any tumbles or anything fun just right through the window nine you just you just oh, yourself wow. through the window <laughs> just <laughs> like a salmon as you run towards it, you just like lock your arms and legs together and then just salmon through the window <laughs> so you throw yourself through and then crash onto the ground amidst this spray of glass uh you're going to take three piercing damage from these shards of glass that embed into sure, you as you just drop fine. to the ground and then sort of stand up, shake the glass off you like a dog and then look around. Um, okay, so I that mean, was 15 feet-ish. Yeah. Um, and you said three points, correct? Yes. Cool. Um, uh, do I see anyone around? Uh, as you look, you can see there are the two guards near the gate who are marching up towards the house looking confused. You can also see Ernst running down the pathway from uh, the guest house direction. Again, looking very concerned as he rushes towards the guest house. As you throw yourself through the window, he kind of like pauses, looks at you, and then pulls out a hand crossbow and points it at you. What's going hey, on in there? She, she went fucking crazy, mate. She just 
it's it's a fucking nightmare in there. That cat's not a fucking cat, and she's just trying to kill everything. Uh, it's not his turn, but I will add him to the turn order now. So you can now see him. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna run up to him, not aggressively, just kind of like scared looking, with my hands very visible, just being like, "You gotta fucking help me, mate! You gotta fucking help!" Don't no, further, don't, don't take another step, or I will shoot you in the fucking face. As you I'm get not, to I'm within twenty feet of him, him. I'm, I'm like coming right up to him as uh, if I'm okay. like seeking help in a panic. As you get you're within, getting, within twenty feet, <laughs> as you get within twenty feet, he just discharges the hand crossbow <laughs> into your face. Oh. Uh, does a uh, does a sixteen hit you, Grinner? Uh, it does. Yes. Okay, you are going to take eight points of piercing damage as this arrow cuts across your face and cuts off a section of your ear, just slicing through the flesh. Oh, that was uh, a fucking good one, you git. <laughs> uh, you're now within melee range of him. What would you like to do? <laughs> do I have any, like, actual actions left at this well, point? Well, your movement was 5, 10. So you were inside the house. You've moved 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 to there, and then you've dashed up towards him. So I've got, got 40 feet action. of movement as a general. Oh, then 40 feet would get you to right, so 10 feet away from him. 10 feet away? Yeah. Um, uh, do I have any large shards of glass that have kind of stuck on my jacket as of yes 100 percent. there'd be there'd be huge shards of glass all around you just pull out one of the shards you're just gonna throw it at him yeah i'm just gonna frisbee it at his head yeah uh make me a uh simple ranged weapon attack improvised weapon attack with the <laughs> simple range weapon as you as he shoots you the crossbow you just pull out a shard of glass go oh fuck you and throw it back at him can i um because i technically get two attacks per action can i get like two reasonable size ones in each hand and just throw them both at once uh, I'd say you like separate attacks, but like just yeah. I I would say that's fine because you do get two attacks. You probably would have a couple of shards of glass. Yeah, absolutely. Eighteen yes. for the first one. Oh. Five piercing. Holy shit! Frisbee glass. And twenty-three for the second. Seven piercing damage. Jesus Christ! As you just take out these two shards of glass, just fling them at him um the shards cut across him as he like stumbles back and looks he goes, what the fuck was that you're telling me fuck off um great anything else in your turn grinner oh thank god it's well and truly done great uh the lady fiona wachter her lifeless body that is lying on the ground suddenly twitches I knew it I knew there was there was in the end and you watch as the body with the head sort of lolling sits upright and the head sort of drops forward and then raises up slowly I see that you have dealt with one of my servants here in the town of Valaki a voice speaks through the corpse's mouth its mouth open the bullet wound in its head still leaking blood and brain material seems that you are on a mission brave heroes but you should be careful who you anger in this land oh shit Strahd (laughs) we we were just after a ring and that is where we're going to wrap up for tonight (laughs) oh surely not Yes, that's where we're going to wrap up for tonight. Yes, that's Fuck correct. you, Owen. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Normally dinner and a movie first, but tonight we'll make an exception. <laughs> uh, thank oh, you. God. Thank you so much 
for joining. Well, because seriously, do you really think we're going to wrap this up in the next like 20 to 30 minutes? Are you kidding I don't me? Care. Do you know I how many people else. are in this house? Well, <laughs> well, there's only one way for us to find out. We don't know. Out. It's by design. We don't I'm know. I'm getting that ring. <laughs> You're not raspid? No. <laughs> that might go uh that might go well uh thank you so much for joining us everybody it's been lovely having you all here for our curse of strad session we oh. will be back tomorrow night with avatar legends and return of the giants on wednesday make sure if you've got some time during the day to go and check out the jasper's game week charity live stream events happening over at the meeples and dragons uh D twitch page um i will have the link in the description shortly um but for the moment that is all from us we will be back again very very soon twitch streamers uh, twitch viewers don't go anywhere we're going to be jumping across and doing a little raid in a second let's see who's free who we want to go raid is the corsairs cove up no but meeples and dragons are oh no corsairs cove up. we'll go raid corsairs cove we love corsairs cove so we'll go raid the corsairs cove so don't go anywhere my lovely twitch viewers and um until next time stay safe Stay well. See you guys again soon. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>